Welcome, I'm Moshe Ferber. And I am Ariel Munafon. And this is the Silver Lining Podcast, a podcast about security architecture. Hi all and welcome to Silver Lining Podcast. I, we are still broadcasting from Cyber Week events. Uh, conference is going on, there's a, a lot of crowd here, really recommended. But we managed to pull out from the audience Damir Savanovich. Again, I'm mispronouncing your name. <laughs> Feel free to mispronounce mine. And uh, Damir, I know Damir for years. When I met him, he was uh, managing uh, the security for a large bank in Slovenia. But after that, he went uh, and w- uh, got a job at the, C- at the CSA, at the Cloud Security Alliance. And now he's doing senior analyst. And he's basically uh, has his hands in everything that is related to cloud certification, financial working groups. And he's doing a lot of great work for the community. So thank you, Damir, for your work for the community. And thank you for being here at Cyber Week. Yeah, thank you, Moshe. Uh, yeah, as mentioned, uh, my name is Damir Savanovic. You were very, uh, you were very close, uh, very good. So yeah, uh, as mentioned, uh, I work for Cloud Security Alliance uh, since 2014 on a CTO team as a senior analyst. Uh, before that, I spent uh, some time uh, in uh, Slovenian bank, as you already mentioned, uh, part of the bigger uh, group, uh, Societe Generale. And before that, I was also the uh, information systems auditor in Big Four. So I have, let's say, a different practitioner experience, which helps me a lot when I talk with the um, with the industry, with the community. Okay, and how do you enjoy Cyber Week? Uh, Cyber Week is a very interesting event. Uh, a lot of bright minds, a lot of great ideas. So it's always great to communicate and share uh, your thoughts and get valuable feedback on the work that you're doing because CSA does have a global footprint. We are present uh, in pretty much all the continents outside of Antarctica. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, in, we get a, a lot of our community. We have great uh, local chapter in Israel. We have a lot of uh, corporate members, both smaller and bigger. Um, who used to be small and then grow, grew. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, uh, it's great. And we really enjoy, uh, as CSA is the world's leading organization in defining and rain, r- raising awareness of best practices to help ensure the secure cloud computing environment. And I believe Israel is one of the hubs uh, uh, with this mentality and the mindset. So I really enjoy to be here. It's my first time and yeah, it's amazing and highly recommended. Uh, for everyone to to come you mentioned that Israel is uh, one of the the biggest or, or good uh, uh, members in the CSA can you tell us uh, how it works how we uh, you know you found Moshe to, yeah. to help you yeah so actually it's uh, interesting when I first met Moshe I was also a volunteer for CSA I was working in a bank and I was interested in a topic which was let's say newer especially like in the banking sector when you mentioned cloud in like 2012-13 you know they would look at you if something's wrong with you (laughs) and and, uh, but it's very interesting to see how it has evolved you know also the mindset has changed people are more open and uh, yeah what i really liked when i also first met moshe 
it's like uh, in Israel for many topics, uh, you guys are like trendsetters. You guys are not afraid to try new things. And that's why I believe is also a great environment for new startups. Uh, you're not afraid to fail because we all know that, you know, road to success is based on failures. And if you don't try, uh, you will not succeed. So I believe that's that's a great spirit. But uh, when we talk about security, we don't want to, you know, fail miserably. At least if we fail, we want to make sure that we did all the all the right steps. Because when we talk about security, you know, a failure can mean a disaster. So and you know like once we fail you we get like a red mark and who will trust us you know the idea is like if we do everything the right way and if it happens that we fail we learn on mistakes and next time we come out stronger and and do something great so that's i believe uh, is uh, something that uh, let's say happens more often you know like i see those stories in israel much more let's say than in western europe or let's say in europe in general um, so yeah i like this entrepreneur mindset uh, yeah. that is okay. even though that throughout europe slovenia is being uh, exceptionally uh, uh, good in producing new startups uh, over entire europe i think yeah have a good rate of uh, success uh, successful startups yeah i guess it might be something about the size of the countries you know like the, the mm -hmm. smaller countries and slovenia is much smaller than israel as well uh people are just used to do something by themselves you know there are not so many huge corporations which would employ like tens of thousands of people mm -hmm. uh so you know then you have like more space to be creative yourself interesting okay. so yesterday you gave a talk about uh, the cloud security landscape and you gave a talk about how blockchain should interact with the clouds uh, we'll, we'll focus today on um on the trust uh, yesterday there was the Cloud Security Alliance Summit and we talked a lot, many of the guests and the speakers were talking about how to trust your cloud provider, how to create trust. Uh, th this is like the basic uh, uh, of, all, all, of all things. I mean, if you're a bank, nobody, uh, no, and, uh, no, uh, no, none of your customers will, uh, uh, will put money in unless uh, they trust you. This is your example. So I was wondering, um, so how do you see this trust in cloud? I mean, Cloud Security Alliance is working hard for that. Actually, uh, before that, give a couple of words about the Cloud Security Alliance and what it does for the community. Maybe not our audience are familiar with that. Okay. And then we uh, jump into the trust stuff. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, so as mentioned before, uh, CSA really uh, works as a community-based organization and we we really looked how to harness the subject matter expertise of our in industry practitioners. We worked with association governments and also our corporate and individual members to really uh, lead and uh, develop the security specific research, education, certification events also like here at Cyber Week we did the CSA summit with the great support of the local chapter here. Um, and. We also operate the, the world's most popular cloud security provider certification. It's called uh, CSA uh, STAR, and STAR uh, stands for Security, Trust, and Assurance. So um, also 10 years ago, CSA has been around for 10 years. Uh, we released the security guidance for critical area of focus in cloud computing. And uh, now we already have the version four out there. This uh, is like, I have to stop you. This is like the Bible of cloud security. I mean, uh, all other uh, 
resources i think are using some ca- something from this uh, critical guidance of uh, yeah so uh, i need to read it uh. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't yet not sorry ah, okay. i will do i promise ah, okay. to do it <laughs> what, what i would also suggest to you uh, after releasing the, the guidance we also developed the or launched the industry's first cloud security user certification it's called certificate of cloud security knowledge and uh, it's meant to benchmark it's as a benchmark for professional com- competency in cloud computing security and it's also using the cloud control matrix uh, that csa uh, has produced and uh, this matrix is also like the world's only meta framework of cloud specific security controls so when when you're addressing cloud and the security risks we really provide you with a tool set and a lot of knowledge that is already there all of csa research is freely available on our website and uh, in israel uh, the ccsk training has been run for quite some time moshe you would know uh, i'm trying to do this on uh, at least uh, three or four times a year Uh, since 2013 I think uh, no other countries has this amount of CCSKs yes and mm. actually when I first met you you did a CCSK training in Slovenia mm-hmm. because it's very hard to find uh, subject matter experts uh, to do such trainings uh, so yeah Moshe's uh, expertise was uh, very welcome also in Slovenia thank you I'm getting <laughs> I'm blushing here <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, we are talking about uh, trust yeah great so When we talk about trust and when we talk about cloud, um, you know, we all like understand that cloud computing, it has emerged as de facto standard when we talk about outsourcing IT infrastructure as such. And it has many benefits and, you know, some of them like flexibility, cost efficiency, you know, there's a reduction on maintenance, um, you know, the, just adopting cloud computing also means that you hand over control um to the cloud service providers uh you know it's great but then you know cloud customers don't have you know the the luxury like how they used to you know they would go to data center and they could hug the server and <laughs> yeah. say here's my data right um, so sure to touch the data yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean but it doesn't really mean that your data is more secure if you can hug it right yeah. so um and then the idea is that Um, having your data in the cloud, uh, what we have figured out, you know, there was always this perceived uh, perceived uh, concern that, you know, data in the cloud is less secure. You know, security was kind of always uh, like a, a barrier for adoption of cloud services because, you know, like how can we trust the cloud? We don't really know what's happening. So the main idea is like, you know, we need to raise the transparency. The cloud service providers, big and small, they need to show uh, to the market that what they're doing, uh, you know, what's their security and privacy posture. And uh, cloud service providers are doing a lot about it, really a lot. So um, the only problem is, is, you know, how to address this efficiently because uh, so much of compliance efforts is is done in the area as an example uh, yesterday uh, at the summit we had a couple of different examples where we shown uh, for google uh, for microsoft for aws those big cloud service providers they are compliant with 50 or more different compliance uh, standards you open the website and there's like tons of logos exactly. of certification you never heard about exactly yeah. and then 
you know, they're really doing a lot to show us and that's that's really the way that we should go. Then the only problem here is uh, this proliferation of uh, of schemes of of the standards. What does it really mean? You know, like what what do we do? Like you know, when we are you know as big as AWS, as big as Microsoft or Google, it's not really let's say a problem. It's still a problem. You know, logistical to do fifty different yeah. certification. It means having auditors all the time. But let's say majority of the industry are small and medium enterprises. And there was a great example uh, where uh, Offer, I believe. Offer from Luminate, which is now Symantec. Yeah. Luminate was a startup doing SDP and he was telling about the, how he evolved his uh, startup from nothing e to, uh, exactly. to Symantec. And on the way, and on the way from nothing to becoming, you know, part of Symantec, they had to address the trust issue mm -hmm. in order to get b first big uh, clients, first big customers. They needed to show that they could be trusted. Um, so yeah, they did a very smart move. They chosen a um, a standard against which they will be. Uh, certified it was actually an attestation framework a SOC 2, SOC 2. Um, mm -hmm. and it worked for them and then after that they did ISO 2701 certification etc that's great I mean someone did his homework they checked what to do but then out there there are so many standards and there are so many different national security requirements if you want to operate in different mm -hmm. let's say uh, jurisdictions you know how do you do that and that's really um, sometimes a problem. And w what I really liked uh, from someone who went through this path, uh, he gave us a couple of very meaningful advices. And some of them, uh, as uh, we at CSA uh, really try to help the community, we have built our cloud control matrix as a meta framework, which can map to pretty much all the relevant standards out there. and. Uh, Cloud control matrix is very important also. It is uh, a basis for our certification. Uh, we have CSA star, both certification and attestation. But we are starting, uh, it's a, like a multi-level multi uh, framework and it starts at self-assessment level one, where organizations, especially when they're like startups, smaller organizations, they can start their compliance path, you know, doing a self-assessment, you know, preparing preparing actually to trust themselves that they show that they're doing things well and it's a recognized uh, recognized framework uh, and then based on that they are ready for the next step when their level of maturity grows mm -hmm. and this is also something that uh, uh, offer uh, suggested yesterday so it's very good to see you know from the first uh, first hand from someone who succeeded uh, how to how to do this and how to build it. Exactly. So I'm going to repeat your uh, recommendation in a second just to make this organized. Uh, I just want to say uh, ask a couple of questions. Can you clarify the difference between certification and attestation? I'm not sure everybody understands that. Sure. Okay. Even me, yeah. yeah <laughs> no, I'll be happy to. As a former auditor, yeah. you know, it's, it's going to be easy. So when we talk about the certification and attestation, they're like, let's say, two parallel worlds certification world is usually based on ISO 2701 as a gold standard um, and when we talk about attestation um, this is something that uh, CPAs use the, the public accountants the auditing firms uh, 
and it's usually SOC 2 based. Um, the main the main difference, just you know, like on high level, not to go into details, is that when you do certification, it's a point in time audit. You know, an auditor comes, it checks the EISMS, and you know, at a certain time uh, when it's done. When we when we uh, talk about SOC 2 assessments, it's a period in time. It's the same thing. Auditor comes, but they don't check on a certain date they are interested what was happening in a period let's say six months before they came six to twelve months so that that's uh, the let's say the main difference um, however um, the, when we talk about certification and attestation as it is today um, we always check what is going on until today pretty much what has happened in the past yeah which is let's say the trust you know like i'm gonna trust you tomorrow based on what you did yesterday mm -hmm. okay. i mean it's okay you know if you were good until yesterday I, i'm hoping you'll behave tomorrow as well but you know one of the topics that we were discussing yesterday as well and it's very important for instance in europe uh, now we have this uh, uh european uh, Cybersecurity act where we uh, where um, actually the policymakers have decided that uh, there are three different levels of uh, assurance and when we talk about it it's you know it's basic it's uh, substantial and high and when we talk about you know let's like high we talk about you know how to achieve the uh, level of security um, on the highest possible level and then when we are talking about that, the main idea is uh, point or period in time audits don't really, you know, it's not good enough. So what's the next step? The next step is uh, doing the auditing on continuous basis or okay. monitoring. And this is continuous monitoring. Yes. Hold on before we dive into a continuous okay. monitoring, just to summarize how CSA and other thought leaders are considering the world of certification. You're a young company. Uh, usually you give some kind of a managed service. Now you think what kind of re uh, regulations should you uh, and status should you uh, adhere to in the beginning? So first of all, usually the cloud security alliance will say, uh, you're not sure what to use, uh, you still don't have the money, still not sure what your target audience is, use the CCM, the self-assistation, it's free. It basically gives you an indication of what is your uh, gaps from uh, every known standard and you're trying to map every, uh, most of the known standards into the CCM. I've seen a, ISO is there and SAC2 is there and uh, most of the uh, known uh, privacy uh, laws are there. You're now mapping GDPR, I think, uh, am I correct? Or the new cyber laws? What is the next one? The yeah, so uh, when, when we're talking about the GDPR, uh, mm -hmm. CSA has uh, developed also the, uh, we call it the Code of Conduct, code of conduct, conduct. for GDPR, mm -hmm. which is another set of requirements uh, that cover the legal aspects okay. of security, while the cloud control ma matrix covers the technical, the technical. aspect. So the, the GDPR will not be mapped, it's more for maps and, uh, and standards. Yeah. Okay, it's more, sorry, it's more for mapping uh, security standards. And uh, so basically start with uh, uh, CCM, uh, self, uh, uh, self uh, certification, understand the gaps, then uh, go for one of those, uh, either ISO 27.1 or SOC 2 attestation or certification. 
uh, and this should be your base ground. Those certifications co cost a lot of money, so start with one of them, and after that, build it according to the uh, requirements of your customer. But the market is going into continuous monitoring, which is basically saying not don't uh, settle for point-in-time certification, but continue uh, monitoring it. And uh, basically what is pushing it is the new cybersecurity framework from the EU. Okay, so mm -hmm. just a, a clarification. Uh, mm -hmm. Self-assessment approach is great. You know, you start with uh, CCM and then CSA star certification is based on ISO 2701 and that CSA star attestation is based on SOC 2. Mm -hmm. So idea here is that when you build your, let's say, uh, security program and compliance program, you start with self-attestation, and as you grow, you go to third-party uh, certification or attestation with the CSA star. Um, and then, based on what you need, you might opt for continuous. Because the idea is, if the levels of risk are not higher, continuous is more expensive. If you want to do yeah. something on continuous basis, you don't have to. And even when we talk just a third party certification, which is like what we do today, point in time, period in time, there are so many, like 50 different standards plus. Um, so one of the, let's say one of the research projects that we were working on and still are working, it's called EUSEC. Mm -hmm. uh, where we tried to address this proliferation of uh, security uh, requirements, what we have identified, uh, we had a desktop research for over a year and um, we took in many security requirements from different uh, sources. We have mapped all of those against CCM and we have uh, seen that um, over 70% of security requirements from different sources are overlapping, mm -hmm. which means that less than 30% of security requirements from individual standards or frameworks are... The not, not the same, but you have the are a base. Exactly. So the base is 70%, which means, let's say you're an SME, you're a small cloud uh, service provider, and you want to be compliant to, you know, let's say ISO 2701, yeah. and then you heard that you want to sell services in Germany because, you know, they're a good standing uh, European economy, and they have a C5 attestation. Hmm, okay, this is something new, national. And then you think, okay, France is also interesting. They have a Secnom Cloud, their own, you know, security framework, and so on and so on. So, you know, what do you do? There are so many uh different uh, national security requirements or international but as a matter of fact by 70 percent they're pretty much you know overlapping okay. so do you do five times you know the same you know 70 controls and then just additional 30 or do you try to you know uh work on optimizing this so in this eusec project we we are building a multi-party recognition framework to help organizations to actually streamline their compliance efforts. Okay. Um, okay. And cool. this is going to actually feed into our CSA's Open Certification Framework Working Group, where with the support of subject matter experts, we are going to roll out this uh, during uh, next year. And currently we are also running um, a pilot with uh, 
um, two auditors in US, uh, Coalfire and Shellman, uh, working together with the GSA uh, on FedRAMP, where um, our, let's say, pilot is running on the assumption that uh, FedRAMP moderate can be compared to cloud control matrix, and we're trying to streamline the process of compliance for both CSA star and uh, FedRAMP moderate. And we call this, let's say, pilot exercise FedStar. Uh, we'll be happy to share more information um, when it comes out. And for instance, this would be a great uh, compliance streamlining efforts for companies who would like to sell their services to uh, federal uh, federal uh, services in US. Okay. okay. Can you tell a little bit about uh, behind the scenes of this uh, continuous monitor? I mean, what does the cloud provider need? Was it the customer? How, what the customer gets? Is it agents? I mean, okay. Uh, mm. So now uh, moving to continuous uh, mm -hmm. auditing. So when we were developing uh, uh, this uh, approach of continu continuous auditing-based certification, we understand that there are different levels of assurance that needs to be met. So we, we said, okay, um, the highest level of assurance is continuous certification, which means that an organization, uh, actually we had a, a very good uh, use case. Um, one of our partner, Bank again, uh, Caixa Bank in Spain, uh, which is a, a biggest uh, bank in Spain, mm -hmm. um, but uh, doesn't operate much outside of Spain. So that's also uh, BBVA and Santander, I believe, are bigger. But uh, the main idea was that uh, for them, they, they had, an, let's say, a challenge how to uh, exchange and report sensitive information to regulators. We have, you know, this is a usual case where, you know, you're a bank and you need to send some very important or sensitive information to a regulator and you want to do it in a reliable and a trusted way. Um, and uh, this can be done, but the organizations like this, you know, a bank, when you send a, a very uh, sensitive information, you want to make sure that certain security requirements are met at every point in time. Yeah. And for instance, in this pilot, uh, there's a bank they said they're interested to understand if their data is uh, encrypted at all times, um, who is accessing them, so identity federation, um, they want to have you know, full uh, insight in logs, so they want to have the critical logs in their CM, and they also want to understand where is their data at any certain point, so data location as such. Um, so the main idea was how to achieve those four, let's say, security objective on continuous way. Okay. And then uh, the, the idea on this continuous is that an organization like a bank should have an ability to define, you know, how often they check this. This can be like every minute, every hour, maybe once per week or once per month or even once per year, depending what type of a control is, you know. And we, when we talk about encryption, we don't want to check once per year, obviously. Yeah. But if it's, you know, something regarding the policies, you know, we're fine, we can check it. Uh, so the, the idea that was behind this is we developed the open APIs, like the audit API, which we also published on GitHub, 
uh, uh, that would check for those security um, parameters. So how we did it, we uh, first, uh, the methodology for building this, uh, in the preparation phase, uh, we have defined, you know, um, what are the service level objectives and service quality objectives that are describing those four main controls. And for that, we used the ISO 19086, which is actually addressing these areas. So um, in, that, in that preparation phase, you know, we define the objectives, which are the constraints on attributes, like the security attributes, how you actually um, can access them. access them and define them. And then we ob obviously define the metrics for assessing those attributes when you when you see an attribute, you need to assess it. So those are the metrics and also the the frequency of assessment, you know, as I mentioned, yeah. per minute, per hour, whatever the frequency the organization wants and the scope of assessment. And then when this preparation has been done, then we can go in this continuous execution, which, w which is in fact like a simple workflow where you start with the collection of evidence, you measure it against the metrics that you have defined, and then when you have the measurement result, you evaluate it against the objectives, which I mentioned those SLOs and SQOs. And then when you evaluate, you, you, you have the findings and you certify the service. This is something that can be done uh, by your team uh, inside, or this is something that is, is done by... Uh... Okay, yeah. So what we did uh, in this pilot is we partnered with a couple of different organizations. The, the bank was, let's say, the cloud customer, or actually they were a SaaS provider in yeah. a way because they had their own like SaaS application and they used it uh, you know, for exchange of sensitive data. This SaaS application was running, the, we had two scenarios. One was on AWS and the other was, it was running on a SME in Austria which was also providing cloud services. And then uh, we used a tool from a third party. It was a research institute in Germany, Fraunhofer ISEC. They have developed the, um, let's say, continuous auditing tool mm. called Clauditor. And they have actually uh, published this Clauditor as a community version. It's available online as well. Mm. Um, and Open, a open a uh, Audit API is also available. Uh, so the idea was that from the cloud, you can continuously audit the cloud, which can be the same. For instance, this clauditor was put in AWS. It could, uh, with the uh, through APIs, uh, check the security attributes within AWS, or it could check those attributes also in another cloud, which was this uh, small Austrian cloud provider. Um, and then the idea was that when they collect those you know, audit evidence, in this case, a bank, they wanted to have evidence stored by themselves on-prem. Mm -hmm. So we did that, it, it was possible to, to feed all the evidence that the bank needed. Uh, and then there was another scenario, you could store your evidence in another cloud, again, you know, the third part, which would be in this case in Europe, you know, by, um, by a trusted cloud provider where you would have the storage of. Uh, of, of the evidence. And uh, we also use um, the CSA uh, tool that we have, uh, it's called Starwatch. Uh, and this tool um, didn't hold any evidence, but just the references 
uh, to the evidence and the control where you uh, where you're able to you know when you make assessment that makes your life easier because the CSA um, star watch uh, is uh, mapped uh, I mean is based and built on uh, cloud control matrix mm -hmm. uh, so yeah it was a very interesting uh, pilot we are still um, actually within next couple of weeks we are going to publish the uh, pilot results and I'll be happy to share that uh, with everyone who would be interested and later in October in Berlin 8 and 9 we are going to have a two-day workshop where we are going to present the outputs also have some training for uh, interested uh, people in the topic of uh, continuous auditing and also this mutual recognition approach how to streamline the compliance so everyone is welcome okay so uh, trying to summarize this because we are running out of time a cloud security alliance does a lot for uh, basically building the certificate and landscape you can start from self-assessment and then build all, all the way up certification attestation and currently the goal of auditing is doing this continuous monitoring the yeah. new europe cyber laws is uh, pushing uh, to this direction so what the cloud security alliance is basically building in some kind of on open api cloud cloud providers can adopt it and whoever uh, can build anybody can build the basically the audit tools and uh, consume basically the information from this uh, open apis about the different security matrix, different security controls, their status, and f uh, basically streamline this uh, feed into uh, in on-premise, into different clouds, into your monitoring company. This is basically yeah. the idea. Yeah, so mm -hmm. mainly uh, CSA with the partners, we have worked and built uh, in this project, the Open Audit API. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the idea here is uh, CSA has been thinking and developing the continuous we call it star continuous for a couple of years now mm -hmm. but what i believe it really you know now is getting the momentum in the market when the european Cybersecurity act actually finally explicitly asked you know you need to do you know stronger uh, you know you need to achieve stronger level of assurance and you know with this high mm -hmm. and uh, what is uh, envisioned here that we do continuous monitoring and even uh, with the Cybersecurity Act in Europe, uh, they also expect uh, the penetration testing to be done as well. Uh, and um, what is important uh, at CSA, for instance, I mentioned this Clauditor tool. This is a tool from a partner on the project that they have built it, mm -hmm. but any other tool, and we will be happy if there will be some new upcoming starters or existing uh, tool providers who would look into it and adopt it i believe it, it's a it's a great opportunity to increase the level of trust you know even a step mm -hmm. higher and this is something that uh, the policymakers want this is something that industry the highly regulated industries like healthcare uh, financial services i believe also public sector and uh, some others would really appreciate um, and the idea is to get higher level of uh, security and try to streamline the compliance efforts. What we would really like at CSA, that the community would work on security and we would like them to make the, let's say, compliance efforts as, le as less painful as possible because we don't want... Uh, organizations, especially smaller organizations, to suffer from compliance fatigue. You know, for all the great minds, compliance is mm -hmm. usually, you know, another burden that they have to go through. 
but uh, yeah it's very important you know you need to show that yeah. you can be trusted but we also want organization to spend majority of their security budget on actually secure uh, having security, secure service exactly uh, compliance yeah. yeah well if anyone from my uh, and if anyone from our entrepreneurs friends are listening to that look at the CSA open APIs might be an uh, interesting opportunity here develop uh, something uh, around it and integrate it to your services Demir thank you very much Thank you for coming here. Thank you for attending Cyber Week. Hope you continue to enjoy it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you a lot. Thanks for having me. And yeah, I'll, I'll be very happy to go back and uh, continue to follow the interesting uh, discussions and topics in the Cyber Week. Okay, thanks thank a you. lot. Thank you very much.